This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start. But it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And a good day, everyone, and welcome into Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Glad we're here with our listening audience on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I have made it a point to give out the phone number at the very beginning of the show uh, just so people can get it. Uh, and I will remind you throughout the show, 215 798 David. I think it's so important to speak to the listening audience uh, this weekend specifically and going forward now that the dust is starting to settle a little bit and with that settling uh, is a lot of uncertainty. Healthcare costs are uh, on the front burner. Retirement on the front burner. Taxes on the front burner. Yeah, and, and you said it. The big word is uncertainty, right? There, it's, I really feel, I just really feel for people right now with all the uncertainty that's going on politically, culturally, and now, especially if you are a retiree or a future retiree, the questions abound. Um, today, we're going to talk a lot about. Uh, we're going to talk about Medicare. Um, we actually haven't spent much time over uh, the course of our show on Medicare, but we keep getting question after question mm-hmm. after question, uh, whether it's on our webinars. We're actually back doing physical seminars again, Joe, uh, which is great. We had a great one this week uh, at Pinecrest Country Club over in Montgomeryville. Um, so a lot of people are starting, hey, you know, it's enrollment period. This is so darn relevant right now. It's amazing. People, how is this changing? What do I need? My employer, I think, covers some. Do they? Do you know? I mean, there's so many questions. Um, the other big question that's starting to pop in when you talk about Medicare is that well, here, here's an example: seventy percent of sixty-five-year-olds are going to need some form of long-term health care. And the big question: How are you going to pay for it? Yeah. The thing I hear a lot of times when I'm sitting in one of my complimentary consultation is, you know, hey, me and my wife have decided or me and my hu- husband have decided we can't afford it, right? We're going to just try to wing it and hope for the best. And again, right, that's not a plan, right? That's that's not a plan. And, and we here at Thrive agree that, you know, long-term health care insurance is a very expensive oppos- uh, 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 offering, but um, there are ways today to be able to navigate and make sure you are properly covered. The other thing you have to worry about is healthcare costs have been steadily rising for years and the trend could can actually continue, especially in the wake of this pandemic that we're dealing with. So there was a study by the Employee Benefit Research Institute that said a couple retiring age 65 will spend around $363,000 on their healthcare costs. Now, interesting about that fact, that number there, when Brett and I and Karen started doing physical seminars five years ago, that number was $250,000. 
we would tell people how many of you, you know, raise your hand, how many of you have um, budgeted 250, a quarter of a million dollars for your health care costs? Not one hand in the room ever went up. And they're like, what are you talking about? So when you start to go through Medicare, the cost of Medicare, right? The Part B, which, you know, again, Part B increases every single year practically. Then your Part D, and then you got to get a supplement. Right, and then that's excluding all the extraneous coverages that Medicare doesn't cover. Right, three hundred sixty-three thousand dollars. So if you think about it, right, and you, you maybe you did a great job saving a million bucks, and then all of a sudden, you know, over from age let's call it sixty-five through ninety, three hundred sixty-three thousand a million dollars is probably going to have to go to healthcare costs. Yeah, and if you don't do, if you don't have the right plan. You're going to lose a good portion of it to taxes. Well, that's, you know, again, th- we'll that's our show. That. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get that, right? All of a sudden, that million's gone. Yes. I mean, here's like a question. If you know someone who takes care of a parent or if they're a caregiver themselves, um, you know how stressful and how complicated that situation can be, not to mention the expense related. The median annual cost of an assisted living facility it's 45000 and is 102000 for a private room in a nursing care. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go through the basics. We're going to talk about the basics of Medicare and what you can do during Medicare open enrollment season. We're going to talk about why you should plan for long-term care costs. Now, I didn't say you have to go buy long-term care insurance, but you should definitely put some type of a game plan in place to cover those costs. We should, uh, we're going to talk about options for covering those costs and what elements are truly comprehensive retirement plan needs, and I mean the word needs in bold, needs to contain. So, you know, if you're working with an advisor, um, you may want to be consider working with a fiduciary planner. There's a big difference between an advisor and a planner. A lot of time, an advisor is primarily talking to you about, um, you know, investment ideas. A financial planner who's a fiduciary and takes an approach to retirement from a holistic approach, they're going to talk about everything. They're going to talk about taxes. They're going to talk about Medicare. They're going to talk about legacy. They're going to talk about estate. They're going to talk about investment management, risk management, all of that. So as we go through the show today, I think it's going to be a wonderful show. Um, You could give us a call at 215-798-9088. Schedule a complimentary consultation. It's 15 minutes on the phone. See if it makes sense to take the conversation further. So let's get down to the basics, right? There, there are four parts to Medicare. So I'm going to go through them here. Part A helps cover hospital stays, home health care, skilled nursing, and hospice. Also, Part A is free once you sign up for Medicare. Nothing comes, you, you get no bill. It does not come out of your Social Security check. Part B helps cover doctor visits, outpatient procedures, some preventative care. Um, so that's the part that you pay for once you start Medicare at age 65. Not always, and we'll get into that. You don't have to always start 65. So Part B is the one that comes out of your Social Security check, and it comes out and also it tends to kind of go up on an annual or every two years. Part C, that's your uh, Medicare Advantage plan, or you can have the Medigap. That's where you start seeing all the open enrollment commercials, um, many different, it's private insurance. You have the choice to purchase it or not. That's up to you. And then Part D helps cover prescription drug costs. So um, original 
or traditional Medicare, like Part A and Part B, does not cover, if you don't get Part D, which is drugs, it does, does not cover prescription drugs, does not cover hearing aids, does not cover dental, does not cover vision, and does not cover your co-pays. That's tra- traditional Part A and Part B. Um, and now we see all the commercials, like I just said, for open enrollment. You see Aetna out there. You see Blue Cross Blue Shield. Like, And what that means, what does open enrollment season mean? It means you can switch from your original Medicare plan and maybe go to the Medicare Advantage. Uh, a Medicare Advantage plan is kind of like an I would uh, equate it to like HMO-ish. So there is a difference between staying with Medicare and Medicare Advantage. You still have to uh, pay for them. They're just different costs. Um, And this is a time if you have a Medigap plan that you can change it. You can change your supplemental plan or you can add one. I do know that it's harder to, if there's like uh, the Cadillac of or the Ferrari, whatever you want to call it, of the supplement plans. And then there's Um, just a lower cost plan. Once you have the Cadillac or the Ferrari, it's harder to, um, you can always go down, but once you try to go back up in those Medigap plans, it's not as easy. You do have to kind of qualify for that. And this is the time you can change your Part D prescription plans. Yeah, so we got to understand, as Karen said, most people do not pay for Medicare Part A, again, because you paid Medicare taxes while you were working. But if you weren't entitled to Part A, you could pay as much as $458 per month. Okay, so as we talked about Part B, Part B in 2020 costs $144.60. That's the amount taken out of your Social Security check if you are collecting it. And again, this is important to understand, can be higher if your income is higher when you sign up for Part B. For example, if there's a couple who has income between 218000 and 272000 you would pay $289 per month per each one of you. So again, it's important of putting that all together. It actually reminds me of, of someone we just had in the office here recently, uh, Barry and Jill, 66 years old, both collecting Social Security, both collecting, uh, actually only one was collecting a pension, but they had 100% survivorship. And they had about $800,000 in assets, which they didn't have to touch because life was good. So total income of about $110,000. And why they came in, I love these stories all the time, is they were in love with each other. They wanted a second opinion to ensure the quality of life was going to continue until the second one had passed away. And so they wanted to go through what it looked like when the first one passed. What we had shared with them was that when the first one had passed away, their 110000 of income dropped to $90,000. However, they were going to have to start taking money from their IRA assets what it all led to was they were never going to pay a Medicare surcharge in their life while they were both living. But when the first one passed away, they were automatically going to go to the fourth level, meaning, and I please want you to listen to, listen to this, is that they, she was, or he, whoever was left, was going to pay almost $600 a month when collectively between the two of them, they were paying not even $300 a month. And this happens all the time. And what we started to do is share with them about how to put all the puzzle pieces together to get out in front of that $800,000 in IRA assets to ensure that the quality of life was going to continue until the day the second one passed away. So we need to understand we're living longer. And it means that people retiring today are going to spend more money on health care costs, taxes and health care. 
Medicare premiums are on the rise, and the, ten, the trend's going to continue. Again, we could see these radical changes to Medicare and understanding how all these different surcharge levels work. So if that story I just shared with you resonates and you're wondering how Medicare fits into your overall plan, my encouragement, as David shared, is give us a call at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. And schedule that 15-minute call. We'd be more than happy to answer some of those questions. Again, planning for retirement can be complicated and overwhelming, but there's no reason to do it alone. I wish the listening audience could see me shuffling through the papers of information and trying to understand all of the different details, the standards, uh, and everything else. We'll get to our first break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Long-term care could be $100,000 for a private room in a nursing home. Back in a moment. I'm back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. David, you can see me trying to understand the information. There's so much of it uh, to understand. I'm stopped in my tracks trying trying to get a handle on it. It's just very confusing. It really is. And it actually, you know, again, as fiduciaries, like we've got to go to the government websites, pull down all of this data so that we can afford effectively communicate to our clients about how to navigate these changes. And the crazy thing, you know, especially with Medicare, is it is constantly changing, right? They talk about social security benefits. Um, Anybody that messes with social security benefits, kind of political suicide, but, you know, by getting people, to, they say that I'm not going to do anything to your Social Security. They never say anything about Medicare. Mm-hmm. Right. And we keep just seeing increase after increase. As a matter of fact, what we did here at Thrive is we put together one of our famous flow charts. I love uh, the flow chart. The flow charts work fantastic. I, I can't believe the response that we get on these. This one is titled. Uh, this is for 2020. Should I change my Medicare coverage during open enrollment? So again, start here. Have your Medicare plan costs and health care costs recently increased, or are you paying for coverage that you don't use, yes or no? And then it takes you down kind of this path to come to a conclusion about what makes sense. If you'd like to get a copy of this flowchart, we're happy to send it both electronically to as well as hard copy. Just give us a call at 215-798-9088. We'll be happy to get that out to you immediately. Yeah, so as we just we just went deep into Medicare, and here's the important part to, uh, important part to understand is long-term care is technically not medical care. It's assistance with everyday tasks like dressing yourself, feeding yourself, being able to go to the bathroom, moving around. Again, it's very expensive and not really covered by Medicare. Please do not think long-term care is Medicare. So why do we need to cover and why do we need to be conscious about long-term care costs? Again, we opened the show with it. 70% of Americans age 65 or older are going to need, I think the number David said, $363,000. That's eye-opening. So just real quick, jaw-dropping. In, in simple terms, if someone's coming to my home to take care of me on a daily basis, I'm paying for that out of my own bank account. That's it. After pretty much three months, you're on your own. Yeah. Okay, Medicare, you're on your own. So again, 70% of Americans, 65 or older, they're going to need it at some point in time. And on average, women need it for about three years, men about... Uh, two years, and here you go, over 14%. And that number constantly grows because people are living longer. 
People are living longer. We're over 14% of people right now need long-term care for five plus years. So again, long-term care is protecting not only you, but it's also protecting your money. And here's the important thing I want to understand here in the Delaware Valley. We talk about the median cost being 48000 to 100000 Things are a little bit more expensive in this greater Philadelphia area, which could mean even more. So we need to make sure that we're making rational decisions, not emotional decisions, not, hey, if something happens to me, take me out back and I'm going to take a gun. We've heard everything and its brother out there in terms of the solution. We just need to be real. We need to be rational because it's an issue that we're all inevitably going to face. Yeah, don't expect Medicare to cover long-term care costs. That's that's a big part. Like, I'm going to go slow real through this. I'm going to go slow real quick through this. That's what I was about to say. Well, I'm going to go slow slow through this. Um, Medicare can cover short-term stays in skilled nursing facilities. It does not cover the cost of help with daily living activities for extended periods of time. That's bullet point. Second bullet point, if qualifications are met, Medicare will cover the full cost for the first 20 days and a portion of the cost for the following 80 days coverage runs out after a hundred days and the last bullet point is even if you purchase a medicare supplement insurance policy they too generally do not cover any long-term care costs so there is an option out there uh it's medicaid so medicaid can cover costs but it's difficult to qual to qualify for that and i want to stress there is a difference between Medicaid and Medicare, two totally different animals. Be very aware of that. Medicaid can cover a large portion of long-term care costs, but there are really strict functional and financial requirements to qualify. The financial qualifications differ. It's state by state. And in general, individuals must have no more than $2,000 in assets. That's very important. Assets that are typically counted are checking, saving, stock, bonds, CDs, and property other than your primary residence. Again, Medicaid is very different from Medicare, and you have to get down to $2,000 in assets to qualify for it. And then your choices are also taken away from you for for uh, for care for long term care. So that's something so really just, important yeah, to understand. Yeah, just you very really quickly on this. So Joe, this is where somebody could have some pretty decent assets for retirement, and they get you know Brett said fourteen percent of the people tend to need long term care for five years or longer. So think about spending costs for five years or longer before Medicaid will kick in. You have to spend down all of your assets mm-hmm. to $2,000. So you're on your own till that last $2,000. And $2, if you're $2, a couple and you can't cover the long-term costs for your spouse, spend down your assets. And what happens to you when your, pass, your spouse passes away? You lose a Social Security check. And then you also spend down your assets. So, And that story happens too often. That story happens too often. It's real. So well, again, not, not the best financial plan. That's something that we can help out here. Um, so, if, you know, if you're out there thinking, do I qualify for Medicaid? Um, you have to go through your state Medicaid office to do that. Um, you, there's such things like you have to have very low income or you'd be on disability income. Uh, some Medicare Advantage plans out there actually help a little bit with that. Maybe not full long-term care, but they help with like in-home care. That's something that you have to learn about and study about. 
Um, and are there alternative ways to cover costs for long-term health care? Why? Yes. Yes, there are. Um, and we'll delve into that a little bit more in the next segment. But there are hybrid insurance policies that you might be able to qualify for. And just good, sound financial planning. You want to plan ahead for this. You don't want to be caught in, in the midst of this because it's a very traumatic time for anybody when you have to deal with this. Um, so just something to think about. And, you know, if there's a 70% chance that you or your spouse are going to need long-term care, it's probably something you should be planning for. So, again, David said the median annual cost of private room in a nursing home is $102,000 a year. And, again, Medicare doesn't typically cover those costs. So financial planning is key to understand all this and to not be caught in the middle of it. So give us a call at 215-798-9088. We'll also offer you the flow chart. Again, we can send it to you or you can look at it. We'll send it to you electronically, 215-798-9088 to give us a call, schedule a call or schedule an appointment, and we'll talk more in detail about financial planning and how Medicare well, plays I almost, into it. And Brett, I almost think it's, it's, it's so necessary to stop and think about this. If it's $102,000 a year, a year, in five years, a half a million dollars just went out of my retirement account. Now, without a plan, that I'm not replenishing that half a million dollars. It's called Houston. We have a problem. That's it. We got to be conscious of the cause and effect. And we need to prepare and think about anything that life may throw at us and being ready so that we've made the rational decision up front and then we're not emotional with it. We see it all the time. Got to be forward thinking, my friend. No doubt about that. If that's a lesson of this show here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, long-term care, expensive as hell. I think I can say that. Uh, how, how do you pay for it? Back in a moment. Back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, I want to quickly invite people again, David, get a copy of this flow chart. Uh, It's very easy to use, and it will guide, it will self-guide you through to an answer. Yeah, these things are great. They're great. I mean, really good. We've done them on Roths. We've done them on a number of different topics. And again, it makes it really just simple for people. Um, Now, you know, we've covered two segments. We've talked about Medicare. We've talked about Medicaid. We've brought up long-term care insurance. We're, you know, we're talking about topics that a lot of people don't have great knowledge or great understanding, and it's kind of learning on the fly. And these are things you should be learning certainly in advance to plan because sometimes it is too late. Right, like long-term care for a lot of people, they're like, it's just too late for me. The expense is way too high. So we're going to talk about ways to pay for long-term care, whether it's the traditional way or the unconventional way. I mean, long-term care can be very expensive, and paying for it, a lot of times people are paying for it from a taxable retirement account, and what that ultimately leads to, which is another show for us, um, is larger tax burdens. So there are alternatives. Um, there's asset-based long-term care insurance policies. Sometimes even annuities will have long-term care benefit features built in automatically. So again, the problem with using a retirement account to fund your long-term care expenses, remember the median annual cost for assisted living is 45000 a year. And the median annual cost for private in 
nursing home care is $102,000 a year. So that's money that's coming out of, if you haven't planned correctly, it's going to be coming out of your uh, taxable accounts, which would be your normal traditional IRA account or a 401k account that you still have. Um, And you can dramatically increase your tax burden or draw down your account faster than you plan, right? Because you're taking money out and you also have to cover the taxes that are going to be paid on those accounts afterwards. Yeah, and again, we say median. I want to stress that. We're in the Delaware Valley. So they're including the cost of Iowa and Wyoming, where the cost of living is a little bit cheaper than it here is in the Delaware Valley. So we need to be conscious of what things cost here. If we plan on staying here, God forbid one of those situations arise. So when we talk about traditional long-term care, we'll talk about the downsides, the flaws that are in it. So if we have a 65-year-old couple, you're looking at purchasing traditional long-term care coverage. You could be looking at about $5,000 a year. For some, a couple who delays that all the way out to age 75, which is getting harder and harder to get approved for, that costs almost doubles. Okay, So it's expensive. Here's the second problem. And we see this all the time. Premiums increasing. Again, just because you're already like, man, that's a lot of money to pay. And then all of a sudden, two to four years down the road, you get a, a bill in the mail and it says, guess what? Costs have gone up. Your premium are now 20 to 40% higher. We see it day in and day out. You're a listener. You know exactly. And you have long-term care insurance. You know a lot of what I'm sharing about the increased premiums. Here's another flaw. I pay that money all those years. And what happens if I die in my sleep? There's nothing to show for it. Okay. It's almost like having a very expensive homeowner's insurance policy that you're never going to have a claim on. So there's nothing to show for it. And the last thing is it uses something that's called reimbursement. Think about it. Let's say I I purchased $10,000 of long-term care insurance, but I only needed $4,000 for the month. You didn't even exhaust your $10,000 pool. All that you're going to get back is the $4,000 that you spent. So when we start talking about some of those solutions that David spoke about, they use something, a word called indemnity. So if that same thing uh, happened, if you needed $4,000 on a $10,000 benefit, just because you had the $4,000 in claims allowed you to get the full $10,000. And if you ever want to make sure that you're taking full advantage of in the insurance world, it's how do I get to their money as soon as possible? Yeah, so some options for paying for long-term care are there are what's called asset-based long-term care insurance policies that actually allow you to use part of your life insurance death benefit to pay for nursing care costs. Uh, Some people uh, understand that utilizing an immediate annuity can cover the expense in the event that you need the long-term care. And then there are long-term care annuities that can actually even bring some additional tax benefits, such as being funded with pre-tax dollars. So it's, it's a complicated topic, but it's something that we hope we've illustrated today that you need it. Yeah, I'm thinking real quickly what popped into my mind. A friend of mine, his, his mother had to sell her home, yep. move in with him, move in with them. And they had to sell the home to use the proceeds mm-hmm. to pay for the care. Yeah. 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 It's not uncommon. And again, it's just due to lack of planning. Yeah. And again, we don't want to see people having to do those things. It's so disruptive. I mean, think about, you know, you've been somewhere for so long and you're comfortable and, you're, and then this thing kind of pops up. So, you know, I'm actually thinking about, I have a, a great client and 
one that I'm actually a little envious of because he used to live in Gwynedd Valley and now he's living in Boca Raton. So, you know, every time I, <laughs> every time I talk to him, it's always about the weather and he knows how to put the digs in on me, you know. But when Dave came to us, um, he had he had long-term care insurance in place. It was, and I guess I could say it, but it's with a company called Genworth, which is one of the biggest carriers in the space. It's also one of the companies that's had the biggest financial challenges because they mispriced the risk of their policies. Mm-hmm. Joe, I kid you not, every year he gets a statement. And if, you, if you're if you listening and you have the Genworth policy, you know what I'm telling you is absolutely the truth. On the, on the cover page of the premium notice, it says that Genworth Insurance Company has the intention to increase the cost of your long-term care insurance by 150% over the next five years. So they give you four options of what you can do, right? Pay the increased premium, pay a reduced amount for a reduced amount of insurance, and they give you a couple more options. What we've been doing with Dave is looking year by year, and because we've set up other financial solutions for him, we're now able to make the consideration this year for him to actually stop paying for money that's basically going down the tubes because he knows a couple of years from now, it's going to be cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. So we were able to set it up. Like I said, we put a solution in place that if the long-term care need comes into play, these other financial alternatives will fill the gap on a daily basis, right? He had a benefit. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was off the top of my head, but caught a 150 to $175 daily benefit that was going to be paid. But we're easy, we easily have replicated that with no risk that it's going to increase in costs and change anything. That's, mm-hmm. that's really the big part. So there are ways to pay for long-term care. Uh, let me just remind you, if you want to learn more about this, call us at 215-798-9088. Let's spend a couple of minutes on the phone, see if it makes sense to get together. Also, call that same number, get this flow chart, should I change my Medicare coverage during open enrollment. The name of this radio show is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. It's about having a plan. I would strongly suggest uh, that you call and start with the flow chart, 215-798-9088. Incredible uh, how much cost and information you don't know about. Back in a moment. And as we come back to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, I quickly do want to remind everybody Wednesday, November 18th at the Pinecrest Country Club, which is located in Lansdale, starting time 7 p.m., uh, you can attend a uh, webinar live in person. Seminar. Seminar. <laughs> Not a webinar, a seminar, uh, because you're live, obviously. <laughs> uh, but there is limited seating. Uh, so you want to call and get re- uh, get a reservation for that, 215-798-9088. Yeah, so in this last segment, um, we're actually going to talk about how, you know, estate and legacy plan fits into your overall, I want to stress that word, overall retirement plan and what all the other elements we need to be really thinking about. We're actually just going to kind of go through kind of a hypothetical example. But um, before we get into that, just want to share just a, a little bit more about us. Again, we believe in helping our clients plan for, this is an important word again, all 
aspects of their retirement. And that means a plan that covers all your future needs and goals. And for us, we're going to use that word. We're a big believer in the F word in our industry, which is fiduciary. And us being an independent fiduciary firm, we always act in your best interest and have the freedom to create the right plan for you. Again, because we are not bound by those Wall Street bosses and what limited investments and products they uh, allow for us. Again, we choose to be fiercely independent because we believe it offers our clients more choices to help them with their personal needs. Just uh, real too, I, I just want to make quick comment too, because a lot of people listen to the show and you'll hear other companies. The other thing that I think is really important for people to know is we're not slanted towards one side or the other, right? There's people that say, never do this. That's right. And there's people who say, always do this, right? It's all about balance. It's all about a perspective. And most importantly, it's about customization. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just because somebody else has a plan that sounds pretty good may not be suitable for you. And again, it's always, it's an ongoing thing. Thing Every year, there's changes in your life. There's changes in laws. There's changes in rules. And you have we keep up with that. And that's really important to remember as well. Also, I'm glad you cleared up what the F word was. Thank so you. I'm, I'm very happy you did that. <laughs> scared me. Word. You scared I want, me I there for a second. Yes. You scared me there for a second. So, all right. So uh, let's, I'm going to kind of, give you a little bit of a visual through radio here but let's imagine this is an instance where we have a couple come in um, and they are our clients uh, I'm going to just make up some names here we have Bob who's 65 and Jill who's 63 and Bob's plan is to retire in one year which makes him 66 when he retires and his wife 64 when he retires so what should you start to consider before you uh, are signing up for Medicare at age 65. Also, very important, I want people to know, you you will get a letter from Medicare most times, but you need to sign up for Medicare prior to age 65. If you are still working and you are covered under your company's health care plan, like Bob is and his wife, Jill, you do not need to start taking and paying for Medicare Part B. Joe, you're looking at me like, what? Well, I'm just thinking, if you watch Fox yesterday or any day this week, you saw a commercial, a 60-second, with a graphic, Medicare enrollment is right now. Right. It's very important that you sign up for it prior to age 65. I think it's about two months. They will give you, again, you're going to get a letter. And you will, auto, you will get Part A as long as you have the Social Security income credits to pay for it. Again, that's normally something that you don't pay for. But the Part B, you don't have to take, but as long as you sign up for Medicare, you have to prove that you have health care insurance through what's called a Medicare accredited insurance. Most times, not all times, it's big companies, they're Medicare accredited. But it has to be approved for Medicare. You can't just assume. You have to make sure. And the reason that you do this is if you don't, when you start taking Medicare, you actually pay a surcharge. You're going to pay more for your Medicare Part B, not for one year, not for two years, but for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you hear what Karen just said right there. And you remember Bob was 66, and how, how old did that leave Jill? 64. Medicare does not start till 65. So now we have to be conscious of what's the health care plan for right. Jill? 
And then does she is she working? Is she going back to work? Is there COBRA available? Something that's going to allow her to fill the gap to get to Medicare. There's also Obamacare. That's also an, ava- uh, an available option for them as well. Here's an important thing, and Karen said it as well. If they do choose to start Social Security, Karen said it, they automatically get Medicare Part A. Want my lo- listening audience to hear this uh, this is so important. If you have a high deductible insurance plan that you use a health care savings account, you cannot collect Social Security and be on that same plan. You can't. We hear people all the time that mess that up and it becomes a tax problem once you figure it out halfway through that year. So these are the things that we need to be thinking about. They don't make it easy. Again, do I have an HSA or uh, an HSA? Those so are- you can't? HSA or FSA. You you can or you cannot. You cannot have a health savings plan. And be on Medicare Part A. That's it. That's the problem. They don't make it easy. And again, that's why we offer these 15-minute consultations. How many people know that answer? I can tell you very few. And I can tell you those words are not said on those 60-second commercials that you were spoken about as well. Again, it's cause and effect of understanding all that. So we've got to be conscious. Bridging that gap. What's the right Medicare plan? Um, Do I have an HSA or an FSA plan? Again, they can pay for premium even after you retire as well. And again, so that's talking about the health insurance side. And then we start talking about the long-term care side of things. And I thought David did a great job talking about some of those hybrid solutions, talking about Dave, the solution, the, the client that we have that's out there. And I want people to also understand, again, we're talking about Bob and Jill. If you already have a long-term care policy, please do not just run out and stop it. Because we scared the daylights out of you. No, a lot of times when we're starting to share those other solutions that are out there is we're stacking them on top of what you already have. Or like what David said, when our client was given four options each and every year, it's allowing for us to replace or supplement what they also already have. But as Karen said, the plan can't be to go take all that money out of my IRA and 401k when I have that health care need. Because guess what? You're going to be taxed and you're going to start getting love letters from the IRS all over again because now all of a sudden it's throwing you in the higher tax brackets. And the other problem is if you don't properly prepare, what's Bob or Jill going to be left with if one of them has that crisis and a major spend down of what's out there? So we start sharing with them some of these life insurance solutions that David was speaking about. Um, Is there an annuity? Again, life insurance and annuities, you will utilize them. What's great about them is you have solutions that are out there today with annuities and life insurance that also involve the long-term care piece. We don't know if you're going to use the long-term care, but if you do, you have something there. That's the important thing. So if you die in your sleep, you have something to show for it. So again, it's important to think about all those puzzle pieces because what it's going to do to the legacy, what it's going to do to your state, what's going to happen when the first one of us passes away. And again, thinking about if I have some idle cash sitting on the sideline that's really not earning a whole heck of a lot from an interest rate perspective, it may be better served where you're just putting something in place where, God forbid, something happens from a healthcare care crisis. Bob or Jill are covered to give them that peace of mind that if something happens, they've already prepared for it up front. So, you know, the title to this segment that we came up with was what should a comprehensive retirement plan address? Right. So we went through a, a scenario of an actual client. You know, what should John consider before? 
age 65. Mary's currently insured through John. What can they do before she turns age 65? Um, what should they consider during Medicare open enrollment season? Should they get original Medicare, Medicare Advantage plan, Part D? Um, what are some of the options for paying long term? Like, these are real questions, right? I mean, these are really the questions that you, if you're listening today, should be going, yeah, I got to run myself through that checklist. Now, one of the good things of, you know, what we've done here at Thrive is we've created this flow chart, right? This flow chart talks about a lot of the things that we just said. 215-798-9088 will get you that flow chart. Now, what should you do next? What should you do next? Well, the first thing I think you should do is review your investments and savings, right? Again, if you want a comprehensive retirement plan, review your investments, review your savings. Make sure you got enough, right? Especially if 363000 of it is potentially going to be exposed. And I know I'm going to live longer. And that's the other thing that's happening, right? So take a look at that. Number two... Again, now this is obviously your choice, but what I would say is consider working with a trusted financial planner who is a fiduciary. That's a big deal. Whether it's Thrive or some other company, you know, you, you got to kind of figure that out, right? If you, if you, a lot of the do-it-yourselfers are not bringing into their financial planning uh, this question about taxes long-term care, Medicare, uh, legacy. I mean, legacy is becoming a huge issue. I mean, some of the potential tax changes, which we'll talk about maybe next week, man, there are some things on that list that are scaring me, right? I mean, they are scaring me. Well, well, if you're scared. No, I'm t- Joe, seriously, like I can't yeah. tell you. Karen will attest to oh, this. He's so stressed out. It's like Anxious. at night we're like sitting, you know, we do our work all day long. Then we get home, we have dinner, we're sitting there chatting. And it's not watching the boob tube. It's like we're talking about, oh my God, like we've done this for our family. We've done that for our family. We've worked hard for the past 30 years to get where we're at today. There's are things there that could dismantle that. Wow. You know, and long-term care is part of that, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, Karen and I, you know, she's a little younger than I am. Um, you know, she's still, you know, 39 and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's all good. But anyway, you know, work with a, work with a, consider working with a trusted financial planner. And I would say the most important thing, it's so simple. I mean, it is so simple. Just schedule a complimentary consultation with us by calling 215-798-9088. Or you can go in person on November 18th to the Pinecrest Country Club in Lansdale, limited seating, same number, 215-798-9088. I want to use the last 20 seconds to encourage people to start with a flow chart. I think it's the best way to do it. It, 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 it answers the questions as you check the boxes. That's it. It gives you that peace of mind that I think inevitably you're looking for. Of all the questions you have running in your head, just gets you to a rational conclusion. Great, great conversation today on a topic that we do not know a lot about. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of the fiduciaries, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. 
Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2448. 215-987-2448. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State-registered investment advisor, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3420. 28. Today's program has been pre recorded.